You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt, and today is the final episode within the Overcoming Obstacles in the Music Industry series. This was a series where I looked at every single block, every single main block that I've come across or that my peers or people in my community have come across that seemingly is preventing them from achieving success from social media algorithms to, you know, feeling too old, feeling like there's not any money. They're not seeing a return on investment. The goal of this series is really to tackle these obstacles head on and show that the belief that you have that these particular things are obstacles is actually incorrect when you look at things from a different perspective. Now, a lot of what I talked about in this series was mindset shifts, but I also gave really, really practical, strategic evidence that these things don't have to be obstacles unless you let them. And today we're talking about live shows. For many of us, 2020 has been a year where we have not been able to play live. And as such, many musicians have felt like their exposure has been severely limited because of that. In this podcast episode, I'm going to explain to you why playing live actually has never really been that important and playing strategic shows is a lot more effective than just playing every single weekend. The back half of this episode is going to be a nice wrap up of everything that we've spoken about for the last five weeks within this series. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes within the series, then definitely go check them out. I don't really think that you need to listen to these in order if you happen to have landed on this one first, but because this series was taken from a big long live stream that I did a couple of months ago, then it will probably make a little more sense if you listen to them in order. But if you really just want to um, tackle this obstacle first and find out ways that you can overcome the belief that not playing live is hindering your success then uh, you can fully dive into this episode and then go back and listen to episode one and the rest of them afterwards. So before we get started, do follow me on social media. I'm just at Monica Strutt everywhere and make sure that you subscribe to not only the Daily Music Business podcast, but my podcast, which is the Being in a Band podcast. And if you do subscribe and you do find this episode or any of the other episodes helpful, I would love for you to come let me know on Instagram. Let's dive in live shows you know that was probably the last and final limiting belief that is coming up right now that I'll talk about um live shows like the fact that we can't play live right now obviously you know is concerning for people because especially bands that rely on live shows and touring and stuff to create an income um then obviously COVID has had a bit of a devastating effect on the touring industry 100% Wade says, there's nothing worse than that guy that gets mad at his friends for not coming to every single show that he plays. 
hundred percent. And I used to be that guy. Um, so live shows, we all know that obviously COVID has impacted, um, live shows. And I did do a free workshop like a couple of months ago when COVID was just starting, which was teaching about the, the methods of promoting your band without live shows. And the fact of the matter is I believe that the hardest hit people in the touring industry and when it comes to live shows are actually the touring companies because they make their bread and butter from touring bands and promoting bands. I actually don't believe it's the bands that are the hardest hit, although they are are hard hit as well, because usually the bands that are making their living off touring are at a point in their career where they have thousands of true fans and they can then rely on things such as merch, Patreon, live streams, royalties, that sort of thing to be bringing in more income for their band. Obviously the income is reduced, but they have these other things to to fall back on. If you're in a small emerging band, I'm going to tell you that live shows are not the main way of cultivating an audience. Yes, your band can be exposed to new people at a show when you're supporting bigger bands, that sort of thing. But when you're just starting out and you're not getting bigger supports and you're just playing at the local venue down the road, that is 100% not the core way that you are going to build a following in this day and age. You're going to build a following from social media, from reaching out to those people all around the world that you know are going to resonate to your music through ads, through high quality content, through consistent social media and conveying your brand voice. That is like the main way of generating a fan base. It's not live shows. It hasn't been for many, many, many years. I would argue about 20 years. Live shows are, as I said, they can bring on new fans, but that number is very, very small. You, If you're a band that's bringing only 30 people to a show and you know the other bands are bringing like 15 people, just say there's 100 people in the audience. And I know for a fact that most live shows, at least in my country, many of the local shows have less than 50 people in the audience. But let's say there's 100 people in the audience. A lot of those people are going to be family and friends and other bands. Some of those people will like your music, but they will be not like bothered enough to actually follow you on social media. And then there's going to be a couple of people that do buy your merch that you do convert. So that's two people. So the other thing is we can't play live too often because then we're oversaturating the market in our city. So you can't play shows every weekend. That's just not how the music industry works. People are going to get burned out and you're going to, uh, you know, essentially just dilute the audience that you have if you're playing too often, because then they're going to just know that you're going to play next weekend. And when you do play shows, so when you do play like once every two to three months, I would say, then you've got two people that are going to convert to being a true fan. That is not just economically viable. You have to have a strong social media presence in order to reach those true fans. Now, that's what I have to say about live shows. Um, The way that you get, like, obviously, as I said, like, there are ways to strategically um, do live shows so that you maximize uh, your visibility to people that are more likely inclined going to follow you. But I find a lot of bands are overplaying. They're not playing the right shows. They're not playing the right venues or bands and um, they don't really do it effectively. Uh, so, okay. Uh, sorry. I thought there was another comment, but there's not. So that's it guys. Like, I don't know if you guys have any more limiting beliefs or any other obstacles that you feel like you're facing in your band right now. I would love to hear about it in the comments and I will show you how you can overcome it. Ultimately, we're all going to come up with these roadblocks. As I said, I'm still working through the age thing uh, personally, which um, I feel like a lot of women especially are working through. And there are going to be 
moment. You know, right now, as I said, my band is about to rebrand and release a new EP and single and everything. And we've had to obviously push our plans back nearly six months. And I feel like in some ways that has definitely stalled our progress. But the trick is right back to what we're saying at the beginning of this live in part one of this live, have you decided that being a musician is something that you want to do? And once you've decided, then nothing else really matters. It's a decision. So if you can get to that decision, then that is something that is really, really going to help you overcome any obstacles. How bad do you want it? Why are you doing music? Like if there's a higher purpose, if you want to do music to help people, then, you know, a shitty drummer who's not pitching in financially or work-wise to your music, um, to your band's like everyday work they're not going to matter. You just need to replace them. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but where there's a will, there's a way. So if you have decided that doing music is a non-negotiable for you in your life, if you are someone that doesn't want to look back when you're 70 years old and think, fuck, why didn't I try harder? Then that's it. That's the decision. It's already made. So when these obstacles come up, you need to go, okay, this is something that I'm feeling right now is hindering my progress. What can I do to overcome it? And that's the difference between people that fail and people that succeed. It's like everyone has obstacles. No one is fucking special. Like, you know, even people in the biggest bands, like bring me the horizon. I'm sure they've had so many obstacles come up in their lives personally and professionally. But the thing is they have learned to overcome them. So if you're someone who is using these obstacles as an excuse for why you can't give 100% to your music career, then you really need to think about that and think about how badly you really want it. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.